0: Hello, welcome back to The Binge 10. I'm Larry Goldman, and there was a lot going on this week, more than I thought. And so let's get right to it. There was a ton to watch this week. Um, First of all, something a little bit off the beaten path uh, on ESPN Plus, uh, Peyton's Places. Uh, This is Peyton Manning's show. He continues his journey around the country, and you know, talking to celebrities and football legends regarding all sorts of different aspects of the football game. The season premiere is with Marshawn Lynch, and of course, that is always entertaining. Um, uh, but one of the best episodes for the season was with David Letterman, where Letterman provides several recommendations for rule changes in the game, like raising the goalpost each quarter. So it's a lot of fun. Peyton Manning is still a great personality. He's self-deprecating and plays on each guest's sense of humor and their own style. I recommend Peyton's Places. Uh, There was another new game show that started this week called Chase. So the gist of this show, this is more complicated than it needs to be. So you have to answer multiple choice trivia questions and you work your way down a ladder as you get questions right. Um, Okay, but... They've got the all-time trivia leaders like Ken Jennings and Dave Madden from from Jeopardy, and they're answering the same trivia questions you are working their way down the ladder. If you get one wrong, they might gain on you, and if they pass you, you lose. This show is pretty much a snore. I wouldn't recommend it. I doubt I will keep watching it. Um, The Dark Web on Amazon Prime. This series is kind of a horror, sci-fi, thriller type of thing. The plot on this one is that a computer programmer is sending uh, stories, you know, like kind of, uh, you know, uh, amateur, uh, you know, creative, you know, uh, stories to her high school friends. Uh, But within the stories are clues to what's going on with her and where she is because she disappeared like six months ago. So, within each episode, there is a sub story that works more like an anthology as they kind of go through the story that was sent. So, it, it sounds complicated, actually, very really good. It's kind of a two for one thing uh, on plot. Dark Web is really, really interesting, though the ending isn't really good. Um, if there's a season two, though, I'm watching it for sure, I recommend Dark Web. Um, Uh, Everyone is doing great. So on Hulu, this series is about a couple of guys who used to be uh, kind of on a Twilight type of vampire TV show. Uh, But of course that ended, so they've gone from, you know, teen uh, stars to nothing. (laughs) <laughs> Nothing at all. Uh, so now they're auditioning, they're trying to get back in the game, but this kind of stigma that, oh, used to do this vampire thing, uh, teen drama thing. So it's mostly a comedy, but the joke doesn't quite break through. So I'm not recommending everyone is doing great. It's just not really great. Um, Five Bedrooms, so this is on Peacock. It came out a little while ago, but I watched a few episodes this week. Five Bedrooms is about five singles who move into a house together. The stories are your basic issues around friendship, romantic relationships, family relationships, and basically just trying to get your way through life, even though most of the characters are kind of in their 40s. Five Bedrooms is just okay, so it's not bad. There's some really, really good laughs in it. Um, Call Your Mother. So on Wednesdays on ABC, Kira Sedgwick is back on TV. She is playing the standard hovering, smothering mother whose only reason to be alive is to be a mother to her 20-something kids. It's a 30-minute sitcom, and the jokes are pretty much all about how they can't stand their mother, but they love their mother. Typical sex jokes, typical weird mom jokes, Typical brother-sister insult jokes. Call your mother is just okay. Um, picking up the pace just a little bit, though. Search Party, season four of Search Party, is out on HBO Max. The dark comedy picks up right where season three left off when Dory was kidnapped. The kidnapper left a note, basically divorcing her from her friends. So, you know, so they wouldn't come looking for her, right? So now they're all moving on with their lives. Uh, They they hate Dory because she left without saying anything. They're getting new jobs. They're getting new girlfriends. Every now and then they wonder where she went. Portia's actually playing Dory in a movie. Uh, Meanwhile, Dory is going completely insane as she is caged by this crazy fan, spends most of her days either catatonic We're trying to figure out how to escape. The laughs are still there and the frustration of Dory's situation rises with each episode. HBO Max started with three to get going. Um, I recommend Search Party a lot. You don't have to watch the first three seasons. In fact, I only watched season three and, uh, you know, I kind of got the hang of it. And then season four, you might have a little tough time getting into it, but uh, not too bad. Okay. Um on Apple TV, Servant came out. Uh this is the second season. Uh and, and Apple TV just started with one episode. This show is created by, I think he writes and directs a couple of the shows uh by M Night, uh, you know, from uh uh you know from all the good stuff like Signs and I See Dead People and all those good things. Um, it takes off right where it left off on first season, with Jericho being kidnapped. And if you know what the show is about, you know, kidnaps in quotes. Um, they're feverishly searching for signs of Leanne, the, uh the nanny, and the coach she belonged to. Sean um, and his wife are trying to figure out how to get their kid back. Lies are accumulating. Deception is masking truth. And Dorothy is absolutely insane. One thing I was surprised at in, as this show gets going is Sean is kind of on board now with that that kid was his. Uh, season one moved extremely slow as they built up the suspense. Season two premiere was a little quicker paced, but I think they're going to make us wait for the big reveals. I recommend Servant. Finally, on Disney+, WandaVision is the story of superheroes The Scarlet Witch and the Vision, who are now married after the Avengers Endgame movie. Uh, Paul Bettany plays the Vision. This is the first of about five new series in the Marvel Universe set to premiere in 2021. They're doing like The Winter Soldier. They're doing Loki. They're doing Hawkeye. They're doing all sorts of things. And they're also coming out with like four or five movies. It's going to be a big year for Marvel. So you almost got to watch these TV shows because they will hook into the movies. The first two episodes of WandaVision are out. The first two episodes are based on old sitcoms. The first episode is uh, kind of a ripoff of the Dick Van Dyke show. And the second episode is Bewitched, which makes sense with the Scarlet Witch. If you think that sounds weird, you're right. Uh, It is kind of funny. The jokes are good. Um, You know, it's all in black and white. And it's like your typically goofy family sitcom, but with superheroes. Uh, But you get the sense that something isn't right, that they're being watched, or they're being controlled by somebody or something. We don't actually know yet, so I think this is gonna get more complicated uh, before it gets any easier. I recommend WandaVision. Just don't expect the action-packed superhero stuff at least just yet. Uh, But it's good. And, you know, if you're into the Marvel stuff, you're into the Marvel stuff. So with all those series, how's my top 10 being ranked? So here you go. Number 10 is the Go Big Show. This week they had a Mongolian strongman. They had a one-armed archer. Uh, They had a guy in a wheelchair, he's a paraplegic, doing Wheelchair stunts, it, the show is nuts. And Burt Kreischer seems to get funnier and funnier as it goes along. It's really good. Number nine, WandaVision. I feel like that's going to move up the charts. I'm just kind of doing a wait and see. Number eight, Servant. Number seven is Your Honor. The noose is tightening on the judge. He gets captured by the mob this week. They know that he has lied. I don't think this is going to go well for him. Number six, Shameless. Lip's wife has daddy issues. Mickey and Ian become security guards. Just another day in the life on the south side of Chicago. Number five is The Stand. The dark man knows who the spies are, he can see right through them. Harold is getting spookier and weirder every day. Uh, Four, Mr. Mayor. Ted Danson continues to navigate Los Angeles politics. Number three, Search Party. Number two, 30 coins. This show is just plain spooky. Last episode was about a mirror that doesn't necessarily reflect images. Really weird, spooky stuff. And number one is The Expanse. The race to recover the proto molecule is on. They're deviating from the book a bit, but the show is still great. Um, can't wait to see how this uh, this season ends. I look forward to every episode. I think they come out on Wednesdays. Uh, no binges this week. Uh, uh, there is a ton of stuff coming out on Netflix and Amazon in the next couple of weeks. So I'm going to let them build up their catalog. I'll watch it for you. And, uh, you know, we'll, 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 we'll start up our top 10 list again. In the meantime, you can watch stuff like Cobra Kai, Nurse Ratchet, uh, Mr. Mercedes, Narcos Mexico, Miracle Workers. Uh, You know, Mandalorian, if you've got Disney, Money Heist, Tehran, there's a million things you could watch. So what is, I said there's a lot of stuff coming out this week, and there is a lot of stuff coming out this week. I still have to get to a couple movies that came out, One Night in Miami, Lockdown, Rock Camp. So I still got to catch up on some of those things. But this week uh, on HBO Max, CB Strike comes out. This is a J.K. Rowling novel, Harry Potter Woman. I guess it was on Cinemax last year. They're switching it over to HBO Max. So I think we're a season behind. Same with Gamora. Uh, It's on HBO Max. It's coming out on Thursday. This was on Sundance last year. So I got to catch up on that. Legacies is coming out on the CW. Three Caminos comes out on Amazon on Friday. Fate comes out on Netflix on Friday. Losing Alice comes out Friday on Apple TV, and The Sister comes Friday on Hulu. So we will be back in the binging game soon enough. Finally, I didn't watch all the movies I want to, but I did watch Outside the Wire. This is on Netflix. It stars Anthony Mackie. He's on the Falcon. He is the Falcon from Avengers. He also did last season of Altered Carbon. Uh, it's also got dams and I- Damsman Idris. He's from Snowfall on the show as well. This is a near future sci-fi show where Ukraine and Russia are fighting and the U.S. is supposedly keeping the peace. Mackie is a cyborg. By the way, you find that out really early. I'm not ruining anything for you. But it is a little unclear on whose side is he on. And Idris's character is stuck in the middle of Mackie and the U.S. Armed Forces. This is one of those stories that's all about the greater good and you just have to see who wins. I do recommend Outside the Wire. That's it for me this week. Talk to you next week. Lots more stuff coming out. Talk to you soon.